Hey y'all, welcome back to Spiritually Intuitive Sister. I'm your host, your girl, your sis, your friend. My name is Anterica and I'm so grateful for you joining in with me. Here on my podcast, we explore all different aspects of our spiritual journey together one step at a time. Remember, this is a space created to gain divine clarity, wisdom, and guidance together. You don't have to be alone, so join the family and let's grow and learn together. Hey y'all, it's Anterica. And this week's episode is talking about falling over the cliff. I'm going to explain to you how I got started, how I felt, what my mind state was in, where my body was at with it. Like I'm going to explain to you all the ups and downs of moving into your gift and being authentically you. I literally feel like I was pushed off the cliff, literally felt like my spiritual tribe was like, Bruh, we're not taking it no more. We about sick of you. We done gave you chances. You had six months to where we patty cake you. Now we finna throw your ass off this cliff. I literally stepped off the cliff and my mind went like, where am I going to step? Who's going to catch me? Where am I falling to? What am I getting ready to go into? Like my mind went nuts. So this week's podcast is talking all about the fears or the unconscious fears that we have in taking that first step, doing that first thing, and being okay with the fact that this is you. This is exactly where you need to be. Stay tuned. So literally last night, I finally made my IG that I had for the last three months public. I mean like super public. I had my picture up there. I had my name up there. Like you could put my name in search and find me. And it talked about everything that I did dealing with spirituality. Now, let me give you a little background history. I'm a PK's kid. My dad was a pastor all my life. Me and my brothers have made the notion that we believe that we were born at the altar. We were in church every day day. Do you hear me? So real, real PK's kid, right? So me stepping out and venturing into spirituality, you would think, oh, okay, that's not bad. No, what I'm doing is anti to Christianity. What I was taught as far as like tarot, crystals, oracles, Reiki, Kundalini, energy, chakra, all of these things, mantras, I don't even know how to explain it, but all of this stuff was called divination and it was of the devil. And so I putting myself out there knowing that I'm a pastor's daughter, knowing that my dad was well known in the community and my mother was well known in the community. I already knew off top it was going to be a total misunderstanding. They were going to call me a witch. <laughs> they were going to say, oh, my God, the pastor's daughter done fell on the head. We all going to hell. Look, she going to hell, her family going to hell. Mind you, true story. A lot of people said that. But nevertheless, like I already knew that I was going to be judged by they. And I was so petrified in even opening up with my gifts because my gifts are not normal, right? I can't like put them into a box and say my gift is this or my gift is that. Like I'm still even yet as we talk and do this podcast, I'm still yet learning just the very nature and the aspects and how vast my gift is, right? So me creating a IG and pulling tarot was nerve wracking. I mean, like I had the IG for a good few months and it just sat there and nobody knew about it. It was a private account. You could not find it. But 
I had been for, let's say, six months or so. I asked God, I was like, Lord, if this is where you want me to be at, and God, if this is what you want me to do, then show me, help me to build confidence in this gift and in you and in my intuition, because I want to know that I'm talking to you. I want to know that I'm dealing with you. I want to know that I'm dealing with their spiritual tribe for their highest and greatest good. I ain't got time to be dealing with no low vibrational entities, quote unquote, deem. I ain't got no, I don't have time for it. So God help build me up to where I'm good to be able to talk to other people and entertain and share space and energies with other folks. So I started with, you know, my day ones is what I call my A1 day ones, right? And I just slowly but surely continue to just give them the messages that I was given, whether their angels showed up, if it was their ancestors that showed up, whoever God sent, I was taking the time to learn the difference and really perfect my craft or my gift, right? So I created a page, maybe about, I want to say two and a half months into me doing this, right? And they started telling people, they being my A1s, they were so excited and things were changing for them and like manifestations and stuff was happening for them that they got excited and they were like, do you mind if we <laughs> tell, you know, somebody else, like, how do you feel? Because they knew I wasn't comfortable. I would always start off with like, look, I am so not comfortable with this because this is not me. I don't even want to do it. Like I shut my gift down. Do you hear me? And so they asked me, are you comfortable with talking to somebody else? And I was like, okay, sure. You know, no problem giving my number. So I wind up doing a actual reading and I call them sessions, but they're readings. And then they get real soul deep because I'm not just dealing with you, you and cards. I'm dealing with your whole entire spiritual team. Everything that has a connection to you that God has for your greatest and highest good. I'm dealing with all of them. And sometimes it's intense. I'll tell you that, especially when it's a lot of different things going on in, you know, a lot of different variables, we'll say. But nevertheless, I'm doing a reading. And as I'm doing this reading, I'm sitting there and the more I'm doing it, the more confidence I'm gaining in like, man, God, I hear you. Wow, God, that's amazing. Like I'm seeing and hearing what he's showing me. I'm listening to the ancestors that are coming in and I'm listening to their angels and I'm just like blown away. So the reading was phenomenal. I wind up getting off the phone. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I don't care what they say about me. I am going to post my picture at spiritually intuitive sister on Instagram. And I'm going to post me pulling Oracle cards. And I don't care what happens. I just want to see what the response is. So I waited because me, I was a punk, not going to lie. I waited to real, real late at night all day long. Pull your cards, pull your cards, pull your cards. I finally get my cards. I'm shuffling. I pull cards and I'm like, ah, I can't take a picture. I can't do it. So all day long, take the picture of the cards, take the picture of the cards. No, I don't want to take a picture of the cards. What if it doesn't resonate? What if it don't help nobody? Like my biggest prayer every time I go into a session is, God, let this resonate for them. Anytime that I pull my daily intentions, God, let it resonate for somebody. Let it help somebody. Let it heal somebody. Let it, you know, manifest and minister however you got to do it, but let it reach somebody, even if it's only one. And to be honest with you guys, I would ask God, like, let it even reach just me. If I need help, let it help me, even if I'm the only one that needs help. Like, let it resonate. So I pulled the cards. I was told to take the picture. I'm being disobedient. I'm making myself busy. I'm okay. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. So finally, it became so aggressive in hearing my angels like, 
take the picture and post it. Like, why are you so afraid? And I kept saying, well, I don't want them to say anything about me. And I don't want, they gonna say that I'm a witch. They gonna say that I'm a, a bruja. They gonna say that I'm, you know, a devil worshiper. They gonna say I'm a gypsy, true story. They gonna say, you know, I'm crazy or I'm mental. Like I went and I've been told that by people who love me, People who love me have torn me down because of the gift that I have. So I definitely didn't want to deal with any type of abandonment. So I was like, no, I can't, I can't post this y'all. I can't do it. And my angels were like, just take the picture and post it and trust that we got you. Just trust. You'll never know if this is where you need to be unless you do it. So I waited about 11.59 <laughs> that night and I took a picture and I just posted it. I said, bam, it's there. I can't take it back. Boom, whatever. When I tell you I couldn't even sleep, oh my goodness, like my heart was racing and I'm sitting there trying to watch TV and distract my mind. Like, I'm like, oh my God, they gonna think that I'm crazy. They gonna be like, oh, the pastor daughter is a witch. They gonna burn me at the stake. They gonna kill me. They are gonna murder me. Oh my God. Like I was so petrified. Like I was tormented me in myself mental all because of my unconscious fears let's just be real about it because there was no they learned that in a different podcast right go listen to the first podcast about they so it was me it was me who was afraid of what I was already saying about myself it was me who wasn't confident in my gifts it was me who wasn't confident in my God in my creator in my higher power in my my most high like it was me and I finally had to tell myself, well, it's out there, right? Like I done jumped off the cliff hill. They done threw me off the damn cliff. Like it, it's a wrap. I'm in the air right now. So I might as well go to sleep. So at least if I hit, it'll wake me up. <laughs> Maybe it won't hurt that bad. And if I die, hey, at least I went to sleep peacefully. So I finally go to sleep that night and I wake up and I'm like a little kid. I don't want to look at my phone. Mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not looking at my phone. Mind you, I'm up at... 3 30 4 o'clock in the morning I'm like oh my god I can't look at my phone and then I'm like I should just look and I'm like nope I don't want to look at my phone and I finally just said you know what I got the man up <laughs> I got the woman up I got to boss up I got to do this I picked up my phone and I looked and I got text messages and dms from people who were family members people who were friends of friends people who shared the post i got text messages from people who knew me and it was like man sis you have no clue how you know the cards resonated with me like you have no clue on how you know i really needed to hear that and how you explained it and like sis this is like this is legit this is deep like thank you this really resonated and it just blew me away because it was like like my mind just like, like, wait, what? And I heard God say, why did you doubt me? Why did you doubt that I would have sent you out there and I wouldn't have taken care of you? Why would you doubt what you hear? Like I'm, I'm talking to you and you know, my voice It's not like you're new to it. So why did you doubt it? And I was sitting there thinking like, because I was afraid that what if, <laughs> What if there was one person who, you know, shut me down and said no or told me that I was crazy or told me that it wasn't real? It would have killed me. I was so afraid of rejection, so afraid of abandonment, so afraid of being misused, not trusted and just not taken care of, like being brokenhearted by words, because that is a history for me. Right. Well, that was a history for me. 
at the time that I'm recording this, like it, it was a history for me. So I played into those unconscious fears and biases that I had of myself. And I was the reason that I was stagnant. So that's why they had to throw my ass over the cliff. But I think it sounds really pretty to say that I was falling over the cliff. But the truth of the matter is that they drug my ass off that cliff because it was time. I would have never got off that cliff had I not been pushed. Like I wouldn't have. And let's just be real about it. It's hard to step out on something you're passionate about, something that you love and something that you feel is your calling, you know is your calling, but you want clarification from somebody else. Like you need that amen corner. Like, oh, hey, you know what? I, I should go play basketball. Amen, amen. And you get enough amens. You be like, you know what? I'm going to go play basketball. Like you need that corner to boost you up. And I didn't have that. At least that's what I thought. I didn't have that in the natural. Where people are like, yeah, yeah, go do it. Now my A1 day ones, yes, all day. Love like nobody's business. Shout out to all of y'all who allowed me to practice my, my gifts on you. Thank you. They encouraged me, but I couldn't even hear them because I still heard me saying I couldn't do it. I still heard me breaking down myself and self-sabotaging me So much so to where I would talk myself right up out of it. So many times I had been told during that six months to just go out there and do it. Start a YouTube page, start an IG, get a Facebook page, get a TikTok, (laughs) do a Snapchat, you know, start that podcast. So many times I've been told and so many times I talked myself right up out of it. When you fall over the cliff or when you step out on faith, and I use my air quotes, it is no joke. Because you have no clue where you're going to land. And it literally is a faith walk. I remember Rapper 7, he would say, this faith walk ain't no cakewalk. Bruh, you never lied. You have to have some extreme faith to step out and say, hey, I hear from your past loved ones, your ancestors. I talk and I heard from your angels. Hey, It is hard enough to just say, hey, God told me to tell you X, Y, Z. You know how many times that has been used and people have abused just that term? So for you to come and say, God told me to tell you, people already got their guard up. You could be as genuine as as you want to be. Sweet as pie is the cliche, but you can be as genuine as ever saying that, hey, really, God told me to tell you do this or do that or that he loves you. But because people have been hurt by church or religion, we'll say that so much so where people have come and said, God told me to tell you and manipulated the situation. And it wasn't the God we serve or the most high spirit universe source, whatever you so choose to call him. It wasn't him or her, however you choose, what whatever your, your choice is. It wasn't your God that you serve. It was the God of them and they were manipulating it so much so that when you go to these people, you say, God told me to tell you this. They're like, bruh, I don't want to hear it. They may not hear from God, but they definitely don't want to hear your mouth because they've been hurt. So yeah, me falling off the cliff, I'm getting ready to fall off of that. And I'm getting ready to have to understand, like I'm coming into some uncharted waters and some of them are not going to be easy, smooth going. Some of them are going to be choppy as hell. I'm going to have to deal with past pains of other people who walk this calling or who were supposed to walk this calling and they manipulated the whole situation. So when I finally just did it 
it was the most scariest thing I had ever in my life done to come and talk to you in an intimate space and tell you, hey, you know, God told me this or hey, you're I think this is a, a father or a grandfather that's standing in front of me and they look like this and they're saying this or hey, your mom is here or your mom's sister is here and this is the message. I mean, this gift is so deep. I had a time where the spirit of my friend's son, 12-year-old boy, so polite, came and knocked on my door and had to tell me to give a message to his mother. Like, that's how deep it was. Do you understand? So this gift is not something that is normal and it's not something that's easily you know, accepted. It's not even something that's talked about. Like this is cliche and anti to what they would say is the word of God or what they would say is religion or church. Like this is not what you do normally. People don't practice this gift. They don't do things like this, right? So me coming and telling you, hey, this is, you know, what I see or this is what I feel or this is your angel or whatever the case may be. Like I'm sitting there and I'm scared. I'm going to tell you this and I know it's truth, but if you don't believe me, like you could hurt my feelings and call me a lie. Like who knows? This could go left real quick. You know what I mean? So when I did put myself out there and pull those cards and explain them and give exactly what God gave me to say, totally based off intuition, totally divine, total wisdom from him, the response was overwhelming. Like it was unreal. Like I felt I was hearing it for the first time and seeing it for the first time. I was just as excited and just as emotional as those DMs and those text messages and things that I got and just the response, the phone calls. Oh my God, I, I felt like I cried all day because I just couldn't believe that God would have chose me for this journey. So I fell over the cliff. I fell into the unknown. I went into uncharted territories. I went into boundless boundaries. <laughs> like I literally just went all in trusting that, hey God, this is what you want. So I'm just going to do whatever it is that you're calling me to do. And it overwhelmed me like nobody's business. I started booking sessions with people. I had to explain sessions and readings, of course, because like I said, readings to me, that even gets a bad rap. And it's like almost like a cliche, which is so weird, but that's what you're doing. You're, you're being read, like your answers are being read to you or given to you by a divine source, right? By the divine source is what we're hoping for. I say sessions because these sessions are not just like general reading and answering the questions and that's it. No, we are literally rolling up our sleeves and we're getting down to the nitty gritty of what is it that's causing this? Where is the root? How do we take it out? I'm in there with you in the trenches trying to pull you up and to make sure that you are exactly where you want to be and you are exactly where God has called you to be. Like that is my greatest mission. I'm not here to satisfy and stroke nobody's ego. I am here to tell you what God, your spiritual team, your tribe is trying to tell you, or maybe you're not listening or give guidance on things that maybe you don't understand and have gotten frustrated and blocked yourself from hearing. But your sessions, these sessions are so deep. We get into some intimate stuff. And sometimes it's not, you know, something you can just do in one session, something you can do in just 30 or 45 minutes or 60 minutes or however many minutes, you know, the time frame that's allotted. 
Sometimes it takes several sessions. But one thing that I do know is that I've been able to see God show me the manifestations of the seeds he's used me to plant. And I have been so humbled by it. And I am so grateful that they threw my ass over. Because had they not, I would still probably be hugging that little weak branch trying to stay where I was at. Like, I didn't want to do it. It wasn't like I was walking around talking to people and telling them what God told me. Like anybody who knew me way back when, anybody who knows me now (laughs) will tell you, I don't know who this is because God would have to make me literally uncomfortable, like to the point where it felt like, oh my God, I just want this off of me. Please let me tell you what he's trying to tell me to tell you, or please let me give you this information because I don't want it. I would run from it. I would hear something. I could walk by somebody. I could feel them. I could hear their thoughts. I could see the situation. I could feel their pain. Like I could smell the pain. I remember, oh God, I could smell, I could taste it. Like it was so intense and it had to be because I was so stubborn and disobedient. And y'all know I can be very disobedient. I think we all can. So I was so disobedient. I would not say a word. I'd be like, nope. Not me. Nope, not today. Not happening. Nope, I'd move around. I stopped looking at people in their eyes because I didn't like what I was being told or what I saw or what was around them. I started looking at the floor. I remember my friend of mine was like, why do you keep looking at the floor? Like when you walk, you should be looking up, like lift your head up. And I'm thinking, bruh, if you knew what I knew and if you saw what I saw, you'd be looking at the floor too. You'd probably be in here with shades on. I'm just saying it's a whole bunch of stuff happening right now. I can't just tell you because I don't need you to put me on a straitjacket. I didn't want to fall off no cliff. Shoot, I wanted to stay on my little branch, my little bush, my little cherry bush. I'm going to call it strawberry bush because, you know, I'm not really that big of a cherry fan. But nevertheless, I didn't want to move. And so I had no choice but to be thrown over because if I wasn't tossed, I would still be complacent in the same space that I was in. There would be no growth. Long story short, had I not been pushed off the cliff, kicked off the cliff, drug off the cliff, thrown off the cliff, ejected off the cliff, (laughs) removed from the cliff, I would still be where I was, broken, in me going in accepting this eviction from the cliff, it's grown me up. It's healed past pains and traumas. Like the reward on the other side of this has been amazing. And I'm still yet growing. I don't know all of my gifts and how vast they are. I just know that they're not normal. And every time I'm used and every time I get a download, it is not the same. It's not even the same way that it comes in. Like it's it's just, it's it's showing me like a whole 360 of a gift. And I'm just barely reaching 45 degrees, if that makes sense. I can't, I don't know how to explain it to you, but I'm grateful. I'm so humbled. I'm so grateful that God chose me to be able to be that vessel to help bring understanding and clarity. I'm so glad that I can give something that you know, was given to me in other ways and something that I wish I would have dived right into way sooner than what I did. So I'm going to tell you this, falling off the cliff definitely mentally seems dangerous, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was scary as hell, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I would not even know 
my spiritual team, my tribe at all, let alone on the levels that I know them now. Entertaining angels. We just talked about angels in church, but didn't nobody ever like really like see them. And if you did, you had to be like one of those people who were so high up in the church, like regular people didn't get to see angels like that. It was rare. It was a phenomenon. Whereas I'm seeing them daily. I'm hearing from them daily and night. Like I feel them. I see them. I watch them. Being able to talk to people's spirits that are still yet living. Those are gifts that I am still like in awe of and am grateful for. Grateful that God trusted me enough to use me to help. So go off the cliff. That's the moral of the story. Fall off the cliff. Become the fool in the tarot. Become the fool. Take a leap of faith. Go off the cliff and know that when you walk off the cliff, wherever you land is exactly where you're supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, it's what God has for you. He has a plan. We don't. He knows the last of it. He knows how it's going to happen. We don't. So we have to trust that he's God and he's going to do exactly what is necessary for our greatest and our highest good. So that's our podcast for this week, Falling Off the Cliff. If you would like to book a session with me, if you would like to follow me or get in contact with me, go to at Spiritually Intuitive Sister on Instagram. Go to the link in the bio, click on it. It has all of my information and my other social media accounts. If you want to book a session, you can also go there and do so. I'm open for sessions right now and I'm willing to lock arms with you and figure out and walk with you and do whatever we got to do to make sure that you're where you're supposed to be and that where you want to be. I'll say that, not where you're supposed to be, but where it is that you want to be, where you and your spiritual tribe you know, have whatever the plan is. I want to make sure that I help and do my part to get you there. So I want you guys to have an amazing week. Until next Thursday, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe.